Thank you for downloading the One Church Gloucester podcast. This message was recorded live at one of our services. To find out more about life at One Church, visit us online at thisisonechurch.com. I just have a thought to share with you. So as you know by now, um, our, our theme for summer camp last weekend was the unknown. And, and just to say at this point, um, thank you so much for the encouragement and the prayer. Thank you so much for those of you that gave financially to make that camp happen. Um, you facilitated those young people encountering Jesus. And, and so from the bottom of my heart, thank you. And to our youth leaders, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Right. These guys like, volunteered their weekend, they paid to volunteer their weekend, they paid for their place there, and they just gave 110%, they threw themselves in wholeheartedly, if that was praying for a young person or trying not to injure themselves on a slip and slide, um, they, they just threw themselves into it, so um, you guys did such a good job, and I'm really, really super proud of you. Our theme was um, the unknown, and we encouraged our young people, and we believed that we would be stepping into something new into a place where we've never been before, that God would lead us into a space that we've never been before. We would step into the unknown. And that, that was our theme. And, and I'd like to really continue this thought in the context of our summer series, which is Me, Myself, and I Am. Anyone been enjoying that series, Me, Myself, and I Am? This is the penultimate instalment of that series. So Amy Jordan is going to wrap it up next week. Um, but I'd like to, to have this thought in the context of this. And, and my title, if you're taking notes, my title is this, Your Move your move and a question I have for you and and I'd like you to write it down maybe write it down on your phone maybe write it down in a notebook is what's your next move what is your next move and I want you to actually try and answer this question so to think about it to maybe ask someone else that question and to try and try and think about what's my answer to that question you see I'm I'm so grateful that we're part of a church which champions this generation, champions the next generation, that prays for them, that invests like, financially, that encourages them. But the best way that we can facilitate spiritual growth in the next generation, the best way that we can encourage them to step out into the unknown is to example it. That there is a place to cheer them on. There's a place to kind of say, yeah, you go for it, guys. Run with this. Go for it. But the best way is to example it. The best way to encourage them to step into the unknown unknown is for us to step into the unknown ourselves, to actually do something. And in the context of this series where we're talking about finding our identity in Christ, the question I have for you is, what is your next move? What is the fruit of finding your identity in Christ? What... When, when, when we realise, when we have that revelation that I am defined by Jesus, I find my identity in him, what difference is that making? Like, can you, if, if it was just you and I in the room now, could you tell me, hey, this is what I'm up to as a result of reminding myself that my identity is found in Christ. This is the step that I am taking. And that's my challenge and that's my question for you today. What is your next move? This, um, so me, myself, and I am, it's a play on the words. It's not me, myself, and I, it's me, myself, and the great I am. And I am is a term that God used to, to describe himself when he spoke to Moses, when he had an encounter with Moses. He said, I am, I am. And, and I'd like to just quickly touch on two points in the Bible where that particular encounter is referenced. Okay? So point number one is found in Acts. And it's a man named Stephen who's really given a bit of a synopsis of the story of Moses and his life. And it says this in Acts 7, verses 22. Stephen says this of Moses. Moses was educated in all the wisdom of the Egyptians and was powerful in speech 
and action. Educated, powerful in speech, powerful in action. Let's, let's turn to Exodus. Exodus 4, verses 10. God has just given this command to Moses. Go back to Egypt. Say to Pharaoh, let my people go. This amazing mission which God wanted to send Moses on. And Moses' response is this. Moses said to the Lord, pardon your servant, Lord. I have never been eloquent. Neither in the past nor since you have spoken to your servant. I am slow of speech and tongue. Acts. Moses was powerful in speech and action. Moses says over himself, I'm slow of speech and tongue. Which one's right? Which one was true of Moses? See, and what I find interesting about the particular, um, in the Exodus account of what Moses says of himself, is that moment where God appears to Moses in the burning bush was right after a long period of inaction in Moses' life. He had fled from Egypt. He had fled in fear and he hadn't done anything in a long, long time. The Bible describes it as a long time. He's in exile. He's in isolation. And could it be that inaction had caused Moses to forget who he was? I think the same is true of you and I. That inaction will cause us to forget who we are. That we can spend all the time that we like talking about our identity in Christ and we can sing songs that say, I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. I'm chosen, not forsaken. But unless that results in action, we'll forget. And we'll just be stuck coming together in moments like this, saying how good it is to be a child of God, only to then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, forget. And, And James 1 verses 22 if we can get that up on the screen, it says this, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves, do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in the mirror and then it doesn't say this there, but instantly forgets what he looks like. James says that we can, we can look at the word of God, it can inform us what we look like, almost like a mirror, but unless we do something practically, deliberately, to put that into action, for it to change us, we will forget. We'll forget what we look like. It'll be looking, like, looking at ourselves in the mirror, saying, I'm chosen, not forsaken, I'm called, I'm justified, I'm qualified. And now I forget. Um, driving back from Kef and Lee last week, um, had a lovely scenic route back. I want to show you a picture just now of what my view was like for the entire journey home. This person was driving from Kef and Lee, it seemed, right through to Gloucester. And if we can just pull that picture up now. This, is, this was my view. This brother in the Lord was doing about 30 mile an hour the entire way. And anyone ever been stuck behind a tractor or a lorry? It makes the blood boil, doesn't it? I don't know why. But this was my view. And I'm thinking and like sort of praying and trying not to uh, swear at this guy. Um, but about, about today, and this, this really for me painted a picture of what life can feel like sometimes. And this painted a picture of what inaction can cause us to live like. Inaction will cause you and I to get stuck. Just journeying through life, slowly stuck behind the van of our own inadequacy. Like Moses, I can't talk. Inaction led him to this place where he perhaps forgot what it was like to have some royal confidence in the fact that he was educated and wise and powerful in speech and action. I can't do this. I can't do that. We get stuck behind our own inhibition or fear. And, and uh, like uncertain, 
We hesitate to step out. Do you know, Paul says, um, follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. The Apostle Paul. He was so confident in his identity in Christ and the actions that that was producing in his life that he was able to say to people, follow me and you'll end up following Jesus. Now I wonder, if we invite people to follow us, what would they end up following? Follow me as I follow the van of my fear. Follow me, I have no idea who I am or where I'm going. Follow me as I follow the van of my inadequacy. Follow me as I tell myself again and again and again why I'm not good enough to be used by God. Follow me as I have no idea what my next move is. And you know when you get that, you almost can, and I resigned to not overtake this guy. Just, I was just there. I got too close. Follow me, breathe in the exhausts of my regrets. <laughs> Wish I had done this. Wish I had done that. Wasn't brave enough. Never took the opportunity. Wasn't deliberate enough. Follow me as I follow this, this van. You know, and um, don't, don't hear what I'm not saying because I believe that finding and discovering our identity in Christ is, is not a, uh, a destination to be attained. It's not a moment where suddenly the penny drops and we've got it. It, it is a journey. We do have to, time and time again, daily even, come back to this place where we use this as a mirror for it to inform us who we are. But acknowledging that it's a journey should never result in inaction. should never wait till we're perfect or till we've got it. It's, we should never do that. You know, I, I refuse to live my life stuck behind my own inhibition, stuck behind my fear. I refuse to miss opportunities where God wanted to use me, wanted to do something significant for me, wanted to show me what the next step was or for me to step out into the unknown, but I was just too scared or I was too busy telling him why I can't talk. Like what, what, what's, what's your excuse for the next step? Why, what, 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 what is that? You know, this, this generation that, that we're talking about say the next generation, the, the youth and the kids that, that we want to empower and encourage in this church, like, it, the best way of inspiring them to step into the unknown is to example it ourselves, to show them ourselves. And, and one day, one day I will, I will hand the baton over to these little whippersnappers, to these little rascals and say, there you go, but I'm not going to slow down. To, I'm not going to like dampen my enthusiasm so that they can catch up. No, they're going to have to run pretty quickly to keep up with me. Why? Because I know who I am in Christ. I know who I am in Christ and I know what actions that produces in my life. So I ask you, what is your next step? When was the last time that you made a step of faith, that you did something different for God, that you stepped out, out of your comfort zone, out of what you know and can control and did something for Jesus that made, that you made sure that you had to rely wholeheartedly on him? I know who I am in Christ. I know what he has called me to do and I'm going to act that way. And it's in the action that we truly discover again, rediscover, and our identity gets solidified in the action. You know, we, we discover we can talk when we start talking. We can sing when we start singing. We discover we can run a marathon once we've run a marathon. Does, does this make sense to anyone? It's, let's not allow inaction to cause us to forget and to get stuck in this same place over and over. Band, you can come up, and we're going to sing that song again, um, The Unknown. I love that song. And really just want to uh, amen what Greg said, that we, we truly believe there is a sound that is coming from this youth ministry that, that will, will resound beyond just our locality, but to, to the nation and, and beyond. And, and, and two things that we are doing um, 
that I wanted to share with you and, and encourage you with and ask for prayer in, really, um, two practical ways that we are stepping into the unknown. Uh, next week, Greg referenced it as part of my uh, international ministries. Um, I'm joking, didn't get enough laughs there, but you thought I was being serious, and actually, oh, I'll refer to that. Um, we're going to Zimbabwe. A team of us is going to Zimbabwe. It's me, um, Tom Geaches, uh, Emma Hunston, and Laura Brooks. And we're going to get alongside our churches there, our brothers and sisters there, and we're going to help them start some kids and youth ministries. I mean, that's, that's exciting. And, and we have no idea what's going to happen. We don't know how to start a youth group in Africa. Like, hands up any, anyone that does, you can come and like, help me out. But it's, that's, that's an unknown step that we are taking. But we're believing that God is going to meet us in the unknown and do something significant um, through the work there. In a time that is quite testing for that nation, in a time which is difficult, could it be that God wants to just grow his church and shine that light and for the young people and the kids there just to take hold of something? And wouldn't it be awesome if this time next year we could say, hey, hundreds of kids and young people have come to know Jesus as their saviour because of what was started there in Rusafi. Another thing that we're doing to step out into the unknown is as of September, uh, we are starting a new youth ministry in Kingsway. We can clap that more. We apparently like Zimbabwe more than... But again, we, we don't know if it's going to succeed. We don't know um, the, the strategy exactly of what we're going to do, but we're going to give it a try. We're going to step into the unknown. We refuse to allow these vans that try and slow us down, if, if that's our fear or inhibition or, or lack of qualification or whatever it might be. We refuse to let that hold us back, but we're going to step out. So that's our next move. What is your next move? Personally, what's your next move? Could it be joining a team? Could it be signing up for Fresh Start? After service, when we had a young person sign up to get baptised. Could it be getting baptised, joining a team, leading a team, going on mission, leading a mission team? Could it be changing your job, starting a new job, starting a business, starting a non-profit? What, what could it be? What's the next thing? And could we create a community where we example to one another what it means to live our lives identified in Christ and then demonstrate the actions that come as a result of that? Yeah. To inspire one another towards love and good deeds to encourage one another to say, hey, this is where I stepped out, this was my step, and this is what God did. This is what God did, and he just, just amazed me. But what's holding us back from that? Come on, I want us to pray. So if you want to bow your head and close your eyes, just ask that question now. God, what is my next step? What is my next step? Father God, we thank you that you are building your church. Thank you, God, that you would use us, broken vessels, imperfect people, to, to build your kingdom and to do things of significance for you. Lord God, I pray that each and every one of us would not be content to live life stuck behind our inhibition, stuck behind our fear, stuck behind our questions. Lord, that you would fill us with your Holy Spirit, give us a sense of courage and bravery, remind us who we are in you, Jesus, and help us to act on that revelation. 
to do things each and every day, which means we step out of the known into the unknown to be with you. And we pray that in Jesus' name. And everybody says, Amen. Come on, would you stand? And let's sing this and let's declare this song together. Stepping into the unknown. Let's go.